This is Just Women, every Tuesday at one o'clock on Brooklyn's radio. Welcome back to Just Women with me, Samantha Carr, and Jackie Mitchell. I'd like to welcome to the studio Caroline Kopp, health coach. Welcome, Caroline. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Complete pleasure. It's lovely to have you along with us. Um, Welcome to the Just Women show. Um, Now, very interested to know what you did before, before we get into what you're doing now. So what led you to this work? What did you do before? Okay, so I've I've actually been in health for um, over 20 years now. I'm a Pilates teacher by kind of trade. Uh, That's what I've done since I was early 20s. And I came into that because of my own health issues. Really, as a teenager and a young adult, I had chronic fatigue and ME, and I was pretty poorly. had to go back a year in school, social social disaster, you know, nightmare. But um, pretty, pretty unwell, physically pretty unwell, and then, and then discovered Pilates after various different injuries. And it was when, when you are somebody who can't really do a huge amount of exercise, Pilates was the thing that I could do. So I fell in love with it, uh, trained to teach it, and have been in that world ever since. And everything I do now has just developed from from loving working with women, working with people, working with bodies. Absolutely. And has Pilates changed in that time? Not really. Oh, no, interesting. No. Possibly my, my teaching has changed a lot in that time. I'm mostly online these days, and so the world around Pilates has changed. But no, the fundamentals of Pilates are pretty much the same, I would say. Yes. And so do you help? Um, I know you, you look at um, losing weight, boosting confidence and energy, which mm. obviously is fantastic, and we all want that, um, and also perimenopause. Yes. Um, so is it mainly that age of woman that you're helping? Mainly. So perimenopause is the area that I'm currently most interested in, partly because it applies to myself and um, lots of the women that I work with. Um, so perimenopause is is the kind of the reason why you, people usually find me now. So they come to me with um, health related issues, usually relating to energy levels or injuries or physical um, ailments, um, and I work with them to try and kind of boost their vitality, bring you know bring them back to life a little bit. Because often at, by the time they come to me, they're often pretty. Um, pretty depleted and, and needing a bit of, needing a bit of a boost yeah no definitely and of course sometimes for those um, for people at home what's the difference between um, perimenopause and menopause so menopause is actually the point where you're kind of out the other side perimenopause is the eight to ten years leading up to that point <laughs> so really so menopause is the whole perimenopause shebang, is the whole it? thing yeah once you're <laughs> once you're through to menopause you're actually you know you're, you're at the good bit perimenopause is kind of can be late 30s it's usually kind of early to mid 40s onwards um and in my experience what people notice is things like uh weight gain that they can't control and they everything that they used to do doesn't work anymore um depleted energy low mood irritability and um, these are the kind of physical things but also um some joint pain injuries um th- those are the kind of main symptoms that i that i work with and help help women with it's it's um it's interesting because talking to my mother she would her sort of impression would have been so um didn't happen in my day type of thing and it's, you know so all those poor people there's women who never had any help in, in you know 30 40 years ago yeah. nowadays it's a big topic of conversation isn't it it is it's a big topic of conversation and it should have been a big co- topic of conversation when it was our mother's generation as well Absolutely. it's always been a big topic it just hasn't had any focus on it 
um, it hasn't had any funding. It hasn't had anyone shouting about it. And yeah. you know, if this happened to men, it would, <laughs> you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't be, be having to, <laughs> to shout about it now. But yeah, it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of uh, voices at the moment, which is which is great. That is really good Maria. because otherwise it loses its validity, doesn't it? If people Absolutely. are questioning it. Yes. Um, and also another story I have is of a friend of mine who um, runs a big corporation, and she was telling me that she had to get up and do a presentation in front of a hundred of the top mm. people in the in the company mm-hmm. um, she was running it and of course little beads of sweat at that precise moment started mm. to pop out of her face mm. everywhere and her neck and obviously a hot flush mm. essentially I mean so debilitating so debilitating and and really um, I think this is why it's important to open up the conversation about it because I think people don't don't necessarily realize how normal this is but also also women when they're at that point and they're in the thick of it, they don't always realise that it's completely normal and that what they're experiencing is entirely normal and there are ways to help. My sister-in-law recently, we were on a tube and she said, I don't really trust myself anymore, but is it hot in here or is it just (laughs) just me? And again, it's because brain fog and all these other symptoms come in at once and it can all come in a tidal wave, not for everybody, it's not always the case, but for some people and and for a a lot of women, that's that's the way they experience menopause, is a... Last week I was fine, and this week it's a problem. You know, and it can be it can be fast, and and those repercussions can be huge for your job, for your family, for your relationships, mm. for your friendships. So it's it, it's important that there's some support out there, and to make sure that you're getting the right support when you when you need it. Very definitely, and you, it might coincide with teenage children. If yeah, you put oh, your parents yes. maybe getting more elderly. Absolutely. So you know, great yeah. timing. Thanks yeah. for that. Lots of other stresses at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, if someone comes to you. What What do you do first? What How do you I assess do? them? Okay, we we do. I, I do a variety of things. So I, I work one to one as a health coach and a Pilates teacher, and I still do lots of in person work in Guildford, where I'm based. Um, but primarily, what I do is mostly on online these days, and I run a I run a 21-day reset, which is based around the principles of um, introducing some movement, and the movement usually is based around Pilates, but also some strength work, um, because those are two things that, that really women benefit from, building muscle, helping bone health. Um, Pilates is great for clarity and focus. If you're doing a Pilates class well, you shouldn't really be able to think about anything else. So we, we start with that. We also build in some um, nutrition, so uh, looking at inflammation and some of the ways that we can reduce inflammation, not just for weight loss, although that is a big part of it, and people do experience some good changes when I work with them, because we we show women how their health has changed, You know, not just with menopause, but also what was relevant to your health 10 years ago is, isn't relevant anymore. It is entirely different. And I think many women travel through their lives doing the same thing and it's that old you know definition of insanity we do the same things and expect a different result but actually when it comes to menopause 40s between sort of 40 and 55 we need to be really looking at nutrition looking at reducing inflammation because those are the things that are going to go on to give us the best future health those are the things that are going to um, help us to avoid future risk of disease. So picking up on your nutrition, so mm. what do you do then? Do you get them to keep a food diary? Do you analyse what they're eating? Do you put up, put together a special diet for them? Yeah. How does it work? So we do. So one-to-one, I would do all of those things. As a group, in a group programme, we do a, 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 a what, what I call a reset. 
So it would be introducing a 21-day plan which is based around whole foods, high protein, high fiber, high fat, but really reducing the sugar content, reducing blood sugar levels, because that's where we get the, as our um, estrogen reduces in menopause, our insulin sensitivity or resistance is, is decreased. So we're not able to handle sugar in the same way as we used to. And those sugar highs and sugar lows can really exacerbate mood swings and cravings and hunger and um, fat storage. And, you know, and also we also look at creating a diet that is low stress. So it's just really easy to prepare simple foods that you can feed your whole family that have a very limited ingredient content. So they're they're pretty easy to identify, but they're filling and they're, they're going to sustain you and keep you full for longer. And all of that not only helps you to manage your blood sugar, but it also helps to reduce your stress, which is another big um, reason why women gain and, and hold on to weight. If our adrenal glands are, are producing high adrenaline, we're storing fat. It's just the way it works in menopause. So we, we kind of look at the diet to reintroduce some some just basics some basics that we don't necessarily always know and we tend to live with a lot of convenience some convenience foods so it's just getting back to real basics back to there is some prep there is some cooking but really good tasty whole foods sure so and that's that's where we start in the program okay and how do you ha- how do you handle the mental side of it because depression and anxiety is a great uh, you know the big thing about menopause isn't it depression and absolutely yeah anxiety stress and anxiety are, are massive in menopause and and what i what i find in my experience is that when you look at lifestyle factors and you look at your diet and your movement and Tweaking some small things in your lifestyle, actually those little things have the biggest results. So usually it's looking at a woman and what are the things that you're doing right. So, for example, if you were to say, you know, looking at your sleep would be a way of of improving your health. But sometimes someone would say, well, my sleep's okay. My sleep's pretty good. But maybe we look, instead of going, oh, well, let's do something completely different then. Maybe we optimize your sleep so that your sleep is great. You know, so we make it simple so that you're not having complete lifestyle overhaul. You're just tweaking small things that are really doable and sustainable. Um, And that tends to have a nice impact on reducing stress because you're not adding load, you're not adding more to the woman's plate, which tends to be, as we said, pretty full anyway. You're trying to optimize small things, taking things off their plate and just making it really simple, making it really simple. And diet can have a massive impact on, Absolutely. on yes. stress and yes. anxiety. And so can the right kind of movement. You know, So we wouldn't be looking to incorporate things like high-intensity movement, for example. It's great if you need it. And if you love it, if you're a runner and you love running, run. But if you hate it or it causes you anxiety or it causes you stress, stop. Because it's going to boost your cortisol levels and that's going to keep you in a heightened state of stress. Yes. So we look at what we do and what times of day we do it as well. So it's interesting you talk about Pilates because there are so many different types of Pilates. For example, I do body control. And we had another lady mm. on the show who did a different, a different, different one there. Yeah. So is the particular kind of Pilates? Yes. That you do? I mean, I mean, not really. Most people will just know it as Pilates. So there are lots of different training schools. We all tend to have a similar 
fundamentals. So there are some, some fundamentals of Pilates which are control and breathing and focus and centering. So most teachers will have all of that. The important thing is to find someone that you really resonate with and that you really like their style of teaching. So you might want to try a few different sure, ones. Sure, sure. But there's also, of course, there's equipment Pilates, which is the big reformers. That's very yeah, trendy, yeah. lots mm-hmm. of that on social media. But if you if you just want to start with Pilates, just go to your local village hall and you'll find a teacher. Okay. That's just, but, but, but get started and... And like I say, if you're doing a Pilates class, it's, and yoga's the same, if you, if you can actually have another thought other than what you're doing, you're probably not doing it right or you haven't got the right teacher. Sure. it does require complete focus. Absolutely. And that's really mindful and really great for, yeah. for midlife. And of course, the other thing we haven't touched on is HRT. HRT, yeah, definitely has a place. Yes. Definitely has a I place. I mean, what a lot of people don't realise is if they come off it, sometimes people, women are taken off it, and then suddenly they have all the menopause symptoms. All their menopause symptoms come, come back. back. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the difficulty with HRT is there's very little training, even within the, the medical system. So I don't want to go too much into no. that, but, but there's very little, um, there's more now, obviously, but there's le- very little training in your average GP office. There's probably only one GP that really understands or knows about HRT. So getting the right advice is really important so I would always say you know speak to your GP speak to a health coach get get some information around it often women think that their symptoms aren't bad enough for HRT but there are so many different types and there are so many different elements that they that it can treat so if your anxiety is really high and you're only concerned about that or or your joint pain is is really bad and that's your only concern and you don't think it's bad enough speak to your GP because there's probably something that you could be doing from an HRT perspective that will help you and absolutely it's as far as I'm aware great for you okay. <laughs> and so you talk about the 21 day body research presumably yes. you're also open to one-to-one sessions with people without yeah, signing up to the 21 days yes. yeah absolutely yeah the reset is a, a, an option um, and women go through the reset and then they tend to join me in a membership which helps to keep their results going and we have lots of lives and um, lots of guest experts that come in and we do workouts together and we keep that movement and health focus going. Um, but absolutely, one-to-ones and I'm, um, I'm Guildford local-based. So Okay, yeah. great. Well, yes. thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank Would you, you like to give me. us your website details so yes. people can get more information? Great. Thank you. It's www.mindbodymeno, and that's all one word, .co.uk. Thank, thank you, you very much, Caroline. Thanks for having me. Thank you. thank you. This is Just Women, every Tuesday at 1 o'clock on Brooklyn's Radio.